Video Gamer Podcast number 462. I am your host, Josh Wise, joined as ever, as often, now pretty much as ever, by Rich Walker, I think. Have you ever not done one? Um. Well, yeah, in the pre... I mean, you know. in the me and you era, though. Mm, I don't think I have. I think even in my times off, I've sort of swooped in, haven't I? You phoned it in. Oh, not, not. Meaning that you've half arsed yeah. I mean, literally, you know. Do you remember when I phoned in that time? I do, yeah, that was weird. I was I was on holiday and then Cullen texted me, he's like, Do you want John to do the quiz? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, why not? Phoned in. Uh, I I still, did I beat you? Oh Maybe. probably. Yeah, can't I'm remember. sure you did. Can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, what have you been up to? Um I had a nice weekend. Um mm. although I was zipping about the place quite a lot. So down I can't my say neck it was, of the woods, weren't you? I was, I was down your way. Um mm. But yeah, I was babysitting for my niece oh. on Friday night. Excellent. Then Saturday we went swimming in a posh sort of spa. <laughs> it in wasn't this, uh, not the what? one on. There's one that's. Uh, <laughs> it's part of an apartment the, complex. Oh, okay. Then it won't be yeah. that one then. Yeah, no, it's right. the place where apparently I'm told Chelsea mm. striker Romelu Lukaku lives, <laughs> and he parks his three cars there. What, is, is that the same the same place that that that, that your niece is at in the posh no, complex? No, 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 no. no. Oh. They're, they're just down the road from it. Oh, right. They've got, <laughs> they've got an inn to uh, you oh. know reserve this nice uh, spa. So Blimey. I had a bit of a swim. I had a swim about. Hmm. Um, Do you know what? That's funny you say that because I was just saying to a friend of mine the other day. Mm. Haven't been swimming in ages, right? But just get this real craving to go swimming sometimes. Like, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, really, really good, right? But yeah. I hate everything to do with swimming that isn't the swimming bit. Don't want the lockers, don't want the chlorine, don't want the goggles, don't want to have to queue up somewhere. Like, all the shit, and don't want to share it with a load of randos. No, I, I want true. the swimming bit, but not the other stuff, so it seems like I'm screwed, really. Well, this is why you got to go to a private spa, mate. Pay over the odds. <laughs> Yeah, so you don't get I the screaming got... kids and the plasters and the poo and stuff. No, the, the most you have to deal with is Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, do you want a hilarious swimming anecdote from my childhood? Obviously, yeah. So me and my sister went with my dad in um, a swimming baths not far from a place called Darleston in the West Midlands. Bit of a hole. <laughs> it's, not, it's not nice. Also, you're giving yourself away there because that's something... You know what you don't hear much? My mm. dad says it because yeah. he's from the north. And you just said it. Bit of a hole. No, no. swimming baths. Oh, okay. You Public don't get that. And I, yeah. I don't mean your pronunciation like bath, bath. I actually just mean just saying swimming baths as opposed to just, you know, the swimming pool. The swimming or the pool. Public. It's a real <laughs> classic little turn of phrase that you just don't get that much. And I find it quaint and charming. Oh, thanks. Swimming baths. It's good <laughs> stuff. It. Anyway, go on. Um... This is an aside. They used to have a little arcade cabinet in there. I used to play Ooh. it, and I remember my dad dragging me away from it once. He was like, come on, we got to go. I was like, no, I'm doing really well. Kicking and screaming. I can't remember what the game was. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, oh, was I love that idea that you've been dragged out to do exercise, but you found an arcade cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I was really sad when I was dragged away. But anyway, yeah. So mm. my dad was, you know, swimming along and me and my sister were playing. Mm. And um, he trod on what he thought was a sponge ball. So he dove oh, okay. down to get it. And went, oh, there's a sponge mm. ball here that's sunk. <laughs> um, he swam down to get it. It was a, a human poo. Oh. So, <laughs> 
<laughs> so he lifted it out of the pool and was like, ah! Oh! oh, God, that's so horrible. That's why you don't go to public swimming baths, mate. <laughs> no, that's, no. Yeah. No. Unbelievable. Yeah. Spon- also, that made me think of SpongeBob SquarePants because you kept saying SpongeBall. SpongeBall, yeah. But I suppose that would be SpongeBall round pants because they couldn't be square because they'd be round. You know, and it's true nature, not a SpongeBall at all. No, shit it turns ball. out, yeah, shit, shit ball, ball. Ra- shit ball round pants. How horrible is that? That that's fucked. That's like the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Yeah, surrender. Yeah. That's really awful. Yeah, we had um, wait, because I I always, I always get freaked out by swimming when I was a kid. I'm not a bad mm. swimmer. Yeah, but I watched the movie Jaws when I was young, and oh, yeah, and just Don't go back in the water. Oh man, and because we had like two, there's like two swimming pools in Bedford, and yeah. one of them's one of them's called Oasis, which Brilliant. it's yeah it's it is. I'm guessing it's not an Oasis. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a shithole. Yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. But and the whole thing was quite funny. Like the building is like a, a pyramid for some reason. That was its whole thing. You'd see it on the drive, and it'd be like, oh, it's Oasis. Mm. And their whole thing was like, it's it is a swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah. But we do a load of nutty stuff. Like, there's a wave machine uh, that comes on every 10, 15... There's, like, slides and stuff. It's kind of like a little mini water park. Not a park. It's indoors. But it's like a, it's a swimming pool with the emphasis on sort of frivolity and merriment rather than... If you actually wanted to go there and do some laps, or lengths, I should say, um, yeah. you, it's not what you do. What you want to do, get yourself down to Robinson Pool. Don't know why it was called that. Robinson um, Pool. Yeah, don't know why mm. it was called that because it wasn't on. It was near. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. The road wasn't called that. I don't think. Anyway, but well, they had sponsored like sponsored by Robinsons, fruit shoot, a uh, fruit shoot fame, fruit shoot, yeah, yeah. possibly. And uh, they had like slightly like the big pool where you did lengths and stuff. But that was really terrifying. And they also had the diving uh, pit thing, and it was just terrifying. I used to go there for school because they had swimming lessons there, and it was just mm. like. I don't know how I made it through, man. I was, like, just in panic when I was doing the... Le- just, like, trying not to look down, trying to look ahead and just trying not to think about, you know, Steven Spielberg's Jaws. It was hell. Oh. Hell. Um, Even though your, of... your brain must have been saying, there's not sharks in a swimming pool. There yeah. aren't sharks in a swimming pool. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> my brother, uh, he didn't He didn't do this to me, but uh, he apparently said to my sister, i got an older brother <laughs> An older sister, and uh, I heard from my sister that my, my my brother used to tell my sister that like he used to pretend that he'd read something in the news or something, and oh, that like the the sewage system of Robinson Pool <laughs> in some capacity was linked up to a reservoir that was linked right. up to the ocean. And oh, it's yeah. funny because like Bedford, you know, nowhere near the ocean. But yeah, and he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, yeah. Apparently there was uh, reports that like a shark made it through the pipes and was just like in the pool. Thing to- is, as a kid, you believe those stupid I know, stories. I know it's classic kid yeah. stuff. But yeah, she was, she was. Uh, but yeah, I, I found that out years later and found it hilarious. Um, you know, cl- classic <laughs> James. Classic James. It is me. Um, but yeah, I, I had a good weekend. No swimming. Uh, no Romelu Lukaku, unfortunately. I did. Oh, he wasn't there. <laughs> no. He just lives no. there. But his essence was there. His spirit sure, was there. Sure, You know, yeah, you were basking yeah. in Chelsea's glory in, in a partial well, form. no, because my team played him at the weekend as well. Oh, no, did that you lose? That was mad. No, no, we, it was, we were 2-0 down and then we came back in the second half. Suddenly oh decided, God. hey, guys, why don't we play a bit of football? <laughs> and so they scored two equalisers, one in the 97th minute, right at the oh, end. Oh, your team was that team? Yeah. 
Oh, someone, what, a friend of mine. Mate? Yeah, I heard that someone scored in the 97th minute. Yeah. So it was a draw in the end, right? It was a draw in the end. And um, my sister's husband is a Chelsea fan. So it was Uh-oh. hilarious because me and my oh. sister are Wolves fans. <laughs> and I was like, oh, mate. I was like, I'm sorry. That's, oh. You must be gutted. <laughs> but I was sort of laughing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, well, you can't not at that point. Yeah. 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 We were rubbish, uh, though. We were rubbish. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's good that you get, you, you know, you hustled, you came back. Yeah. You, uh, yeah. yeah. You did, did a job. I um, I got nothing much to report except for uh, Twix Top, which I got oh, to get in here. Brilliant. Yeah. Mm. Go on. Yeah, I've been quite sort of obsessing over it. And I can't remember. I think I might have mentioned it the other week because one of our shall listeners. I, um, shall I tell you what I'm picturing? Oh, go on. Picturing kind of a millionaire shortbread deal, something along those lines. Oh, kind of. Yeah, it's it, yeah. So y- you know, um, you know what? It's the shape of uh, you know, just like malted biscuits. Those sort of rectangular. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always get malted them in a pack. They were, oh man, they were so nice with a little cow had, on them. Yeah, didn't you bring some of them into the office? I that did. One yeah, time? I did because oh, I used to stop were... by Waitrose near us, didn't I? Stock up. Oh yes, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Oh, they were brilliant. Anyway, sort of shape of one of them. Yeah. No, that's right. You know what? I did talk about it the other week because one of our listeners was saying about how a wagon wheel is basically a squash tea cake. And then yeah. I was saying, yeah, but when you fuck about with the ratios, you know, you can make mm. something brand new. And this Twix top is testament to that. So if I did talk about it last week, I apologize. But I've got to reiterate it's, it's basically they just massively increase the biscuit element. You'd have to call right. it a biscuit overall now. You only get one. They're individually sealed, so you mm-hmm. take two and have a cup of coffee or something. Sure. And it's like a lovely little rectangular strip of milk chocolate with the caramel underneath there and a sort of thick biscuit base. Unbelievable. So it's I've not a soft st- biscuit, it's a crunchy biscuit. It's a crunchy, it's the biscuit that you get in Twix, and that's great. Mm. That's just Interesting. so good. So yeah, Twix top. Mm. Um, yeah, that, that gets uh, thumbs up from Josh Wise. Yeah, it's, well, it's all in the mix. As their, well, as, their, they, of as their slogan used to say. And, Which I you know, feel like you said last week for some reason. I think I did. I think yeah. I'm getting deja vu talking about Twix Top. Yeah, me too. I'm getting it's deja vu. Be- have, we, yeah. have we just expended have everything on this podcast? I think we've run we out. Ourselves? I think we've run out. Should we just oh, call God. it a day? <laughs> <laughs> right. We're not going to call it a day. I'm going to put a jingle in here and we're going to hey, talk before video you, games. Um, before you mm. jingle, did Uh-oh. you see the, the wagon wheel tea cakes that were shared with you on Twitter? Uh, the- by I, a listener. I, I couldn't believe... That was unbelievable. Right? Yeah. And... Th- but well, because... Yeah. So that was basically what the other listener was saying, right? Yeah. That, like, you know... And then this guy comes through on Twitter and he's like, these things only bloody exist. It effectively <laughs> is a tea cake, right? Yeah. Yeah. But with a little with jammy jam, centre. With the mallow. And as I said to the, to the fellow on Twitter, the only thing is it's no longer a wagon wheel. There's no mm. wheel element. And then he yeah. sort of says, well... It, it uses the biscuit of wagon wheel, which is a valid point. What it's if it's um, one of those sort of lunar lander wheels? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Not ideal. <laughs> sort of. It's sort of close to that, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. A yeah. sort of squat little wheel. Not yeah. technically a wagon, but... No. You know. No. A sort of... Yeah. No, it still works, though. It still yeah. works, though. It's got the wheel yeah. element. You don't have to grin to get it in, which <laughs> no. is the, you know... No, you've got to sort of frown. It's invalidated the old motto, but there you go. Well, you've got to open um, your mouth really wide. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, you know, doesn't like, really work as a song. No, well, you'd have to sort of make a shocked face, like an yeah. O. 
so yeah. that it was a shame. <laughs> yeah. A bit like the monkeys from Time Splitters 2. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd that guy, by the way, cake, that guy was like a, a rock steady designer guy who tweeted yeah. about the tea cakes. I was like, this yeah, is how yeah, amazing yeah. is planet Earth? Like it's some guy who's a designer at Rocksteady just tweeting about Wagon Wheels tea cakes. I couldn't believe it. I wonder Mad. how he feels about me saying about Suicide Squad and well, I did think Batman. No, I thought about that and I think we're in the clear. And you know why? Mm. Because, right... <clears throat> And that guy's probably still listening right now. And if he is, you know, thanks very much for the tea cake chat. Mm, um, good stuff. You were slagging off Gotham Knights, right? And that's not Rocksteady. I was right? just slagging so it off. No, not slagging it off. But you were sort of saying, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really up for that. that well, much. I want so Batman, slagging it off. Basically. You want Batman is what you were saying, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point stands, Gotham Knights, that's not Rocksteady. So you're in the clear there. Right? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> And you go in... Don't really, don't, don't really sort of want Suicide Squad either, right? But... When I, don't I, know, said, I don't know. I don't know. That I don't want it. I'm, I just don't currently feel jazzed for it yet. No, I no. Need, and then, I need but more. then, but we both sort of said, yeah, mm. but it's rock steady though, and I'll play anything that they do. Yes, um, that's true. But that just it's Suicide Squad itself. It's the IP that doesn't excite mm. it. So I reckon that guy, he's probably like, yeah, fair play. They won't slag us off. I think we're in the clear there. <laughs> and okay. if we're not, you know, sue me. What are you going to do? Can let us know on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Right, jingle time, and we're going to talk Trek to Yomi. When you tie your shoes and you do the bit where you make the loop, goes round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather than tying double knots on your shoes, just go round twice. Because they never, ever, ever come undone, and you can then undo them. Just pull, pull, pull at the end of the day. Never, ever, 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 ever come undone. This week, uh, we've both been playing uh, Trek to Yomi. Yes. Um, which is a uh, sort of side-scrolling, although not really. So oh, semi all the time. The combat is side-scrolling. The explorations. I tell you what. Three D and yeah, I'll, I'll explain it in simple terms, and then we'll mm-hmm. sort of contradict my simple explanation. Oh so, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, so it's a side-scrolling black and white samurai hack and slash. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of all you need to know. Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to the other bits. bits. Yeah, right. and this is where we'll sort of things. We'll kind of contradict it a little bit because it's like, well, it is side scrolling, but it also, uh, in fact, one of the things. Oh man, it, it uses these really cool static camera angles. Um, yeah, and frames the action with nice kind of layers. Some um, of which so, I'll say are impractical. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, little mm. bit. It's it's sort of style. Uh, at the ex- not in over substance, but at the expense of ease. And it's only sometimes. occasional. Yeah, sometimes occasional. it's like it's zoomed out too far, and you're like, "Well, I can't see." <laughs> or other yeah. times, there's something in the way, and you're like, "Well, I can't yeah. see." <laughs> yeah, so. I, I I didn't struggle with it that much, but I think on a, on a couple of occasions, I did think, "Oh wow, that's a, that's a far back angle." But yeah. What it what it reminded me of was Donny Musha. Okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Which you don't tend to see static. Camera angles, particularly like quite carefully composed mm. static camera angles that want to, you know, give you a specific kind of looming off kilter angle. Even though that sometimes that can make play, it can slightly get in the way. It's 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 interesting because Onimusha sort of took what Resident Evil did 
yeah. and sort of said, okay, well, what if it was a samurai thing and a kind of, you know, feudal Japan setting? Mm. And weirdly, it kind of worked. I mean, that went one further. So, so, you know, you sort of had the tank controls back then and the combat was different. Yeah. But this is kind of nice. It just has the camera angles as a kind of, you know, little, little bit of atmosphere, a little bit of a, little of a kind of mood thing. Mm. Um, but on the whole, it doesn't really get in the way. Combat is still sort of from a side-on perspective. Yeah. Um, and it's got your sort of... Uh, it's it's got your it's got your your standard uh, parry block roll hit combos things like that. What, what did you make of the game's combat? Were you a fan on the whole? I, I found it a little hard to get used to the parry window at first because it's quite early. A bit of an odd one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you have to sort of. It's not at the moment swords clash. It's slightly before. So yes. you've got to really yeah. you you base the whole thing on the little glint kind of cue you get from their sword, and it's quite subtle. Can't yes. always see it that well, yeah. But I, I got used to the mm. timing, and it started to sort of click into place a little bit for me. Um, mm. <clears throat> but yeah, I found myself button mashing a little too much, um, and really, it <laughs> should be more based on timing and uh, patience. Which, yeah, yeah. as I've said in the past, I don't have much of. I don't have much patience. No. So, but you um, can get by in this game. Um, you can. You I got. I, mean? I got um, basically to the last chapter with no issues whatsoever. Yeah. And then that last chapter. I had to dial it back to easy because I was just like, I'm not going to finish this. Like, <laughs> this is <laughs> really hard now. All of a sudden, <clears throat> yeah. Because you, um, you made the point. Uh, I can't remember what it was that you were. You were sort of talking about there was one particular element, mm. and I think I know the element you you talking about, like a bridge bit towards the back yeah. end, and uh, yeah. and I think I know what that bit was. I think our styles were very different because I would wait and be very defensive and do a lot of blocking and parrying and stuff mm. like that. I wasn't going sort of all out attack. In fact, it was pretty weird. I didn't even realize. I sort of forgot that there's a stamina mechanic in the game. Yeah, although there is one enemy that if you strike uh, him as he teleports, it drains your stamina completely. <laughs> that I think that's because you had sort of told me that mm. when we were kind of texting back and forth, and then I, I sort of came up and was I was sort of, I, that's what drove it home a little bit because I fell yeah. for that a couple of times. But um, yeah, it's um it's, it is an intriguing game. It's um. It's by it's Leonard Menciari who's the um, director and the the sort of the, the main developer though he had he sort of partnered with Flying Wild Hog the yeah. know, the Polish Polish studio of Shadow Warrior fame of Shadow Warrior fame and mm-hmm. the game is it's very very pretty yeah it does it does the kind of um, black and white sort of Japanese samurai cinema mm-hmm. aesthetic with the you know with the camera angles and the black and white. And I think it does it very, very well. Yeah. One of the things that I said to you, and I don't, it's perhaps not wholly a fair criticism, but I did, I was a little bit, um, the premise of the game, I should say, is that uh, this fella that you are, <clears throat> his village gets attacked by a horrible piece of work, um, Kageru, who mm-hmm. uh, likes attacking villages. Um, yeah, it's his thing. Done. It's just his thing. He just loves yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so he's doing that, and he sort of, kills you quote unquote i guess mm-hmm. not yeah. or not who knows um he strikes you down in battle anyway and uh, you wake up in yomi which is the underworld the sort of i suppose you'd say land it was of kind the of like dead a, the land of the dead but it's mm. but it's also um it is that but it somehow is also 
uh, a purgatory. It almost seems like the waiting room rather than the rather than the actual. Yeah. Uh, because uh, w- uh, without going into too much detail, he he sort of meets other spirits there in in Yomi, who you know who do talk about finding eternal peace mm-hmm. uh, and having a proper resting place. But Yomi is kind of like a. If you have unfinished business of some description, then Yomi will allow you to have another chance kind of thing, um, to go back up to the real world, uh, basically to cheat death, I guess, uh, and go and attend to that business, which is kind of a cool idea, I think. Mm, um, mm-hmm. It reminded me, it's a little bit like Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, except obviously in Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, you can actually die an awful lot of times and keep coming back. And it's more of a mechanic. This is kind of the whole game, basically. Or the the lion's share of the game is spent in Yomi, um, hacking your way through the underworld in order to kind of to kind of get back. Um, yeah. And I was a little bit disappointed when, that, when I realised that, you know. Because um, you were really enjoying liked... your time in the real world, weren't you? Yeah. I see I'm a sucker for that sort of thing you know I love yeah. Ghost of Tsushima I love that whole vibe and I really thought that in those opening scenes when Hiroki is the name of the chap that you play as and he's running around in his village and it's that lovely sort of bright sort of dappled sunshine but you know of course everything's mm-hmm. in black and white so it's got this really lovely uh like daydreamy feel to it where it's like oh you know and the screen has that kind of scratchy rich like graininess to it yeah. as well um and coupled with the camera angles it's, it's got such a spell like the early game i just thought wow that, that's like you know an hour or so into trek to yomi it was like oh i've actually kind of never seen anything like this in a way it, you know what it reminded me a bit of limbo yeah you know the you know the, you know, the play dead thing like the way that limbo does black and white where it's those very gloomy kind of grey it's like grey on grey all the yeah. way through you know and then when I realised I think I was <laughs> I was talking to you about it um, and it was at the end I think it's in like chapter 3 uh, the game comprises 7 chapters total 7 chapters I think. yeah yeah. and so <clears throat> w- when I got to Yomi um, and they were sort of saying oh you know you got to got to get back to the you know back to the land of the living and so forth I, <laughs> it took me a, a, a little while to realise that Actually, you'll be getting back to the land of the living, like, right at the end of the game. Uh, and actually, like, most of the game is in Yomi. And that's, like, <clears throat> I can't, I can hardly... Well, you, you summed it you know. up. You said it should should be called Trek Through Yomi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah, well, it should, shouldn't it? I mean, mm. It wasn't much of a trek, to be honest. You get there, you know, through death. Mm. Um you know, possibly the grandest trek of all. Who knows? Mm. Um, but you know, you, you, you're there, and then yeah, you, you're sort of trekking through. And like, there are the, Yomi itself is really, really cool. It's just I found that the combat wasn't quite as satisfying. In, in no. you, you know, your, your enemies kind of vanish into thin air. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really have the consequence that it kind of has up in the real world. You know, it's like yeah, well, they just something. end. You what, sorry? I feel like it loses something. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, they just endlessly spawn and stuff. At the beginning, sort of like when you kill someone, you get that spray of, of really dark like blood and it's like they sort of crumple to the floor. And I don't know, it had, had a real heft, but in Yomi, not so much, I felt. And also, the, the sort of fantastical elements to it, you know, this sort of 
demons and crazy sights that you see down in Yomi. And some of it's really cool. Some of it's mm. really freaky as well. There's some sort of spidery stuff that goes on down there, which I just... Hatching out of little sacks and stuff. Made my skin crawl a little bit. Oh, that's horrible. But in a really effective way. Again, you know, that's the the limbo comparison comes Mm -hmm. in there for me a little bit. And, um, you know, I thought it was cool and stuff. But for me, it's really funny. It's like... The, the opening of the game for me almost had more of a sort of spell, almost had more power because it was like we're presenting you the real world, but we're doing it in this kind of foggy black and white style. Yeah. And there is something really like dreamlike about that, you know. So when when it sort of became clear that like actually you'll be down in the underworld and there's a load of nutty shit going on down there and a load of like you'll be fighting ghosts for most of the game actually to get kind of get back up to the top it was just ever so slightly like oh mm. okay I know what all you right mean. you know it's yeah. like i know it's kind of it's not that whether or not the complaint is i'm not really complaining it's just i didn't realize the tight yeah maybe they should have called it trek through <laughs> yomi I don't you'd know. have known what you were getting <laughs> i don't know what i was getting a little bit i didn't actually know uh, that Yomi was the name of the underworld. I'd never come across that until no, I counted it. In. Yeah, yeah, counted it in the game. But um, but no, it is an intriguing game, and it's a very um, impressive effort. I will say it's the right length. Yes, as as well as well, because yeah. you know we were sort of saying recently about games being shorter, and I don't mind a long game, and I mm-hmm. don't, you know. I don't mind a short game, but Yomi just felt right to me. What? How? What was? Did you finish it in like? I think mine was like four, five oh, hours. Or I think it took me five or six because I struggled quite a bit. Um, yeah. And like I say, yeah. I I tried to push in, push on, I should say, um, in normal difficulty, uh-huh. and I just really struggled. So I knocked it down to easy, which is like a, basically story mode. You can't fail unless you're spectacularly yeah. shit. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I was able to choose the you know the path I wanted or whatever, and sure. yeah, see yeah, through yeah, that because yeah. there's there's multiple endings as well, isn't there? Based on the path you choose yeah. through Yomi. Yeah, you can. What, choose. what path did you end with? I went. Uh, oh yeah, sort of spoilers, I guess, for people. Not playing. necessarily. Not if you just say what the path was. Okay, I, I I chose to to get to to get back to to my people. So. I cho- Mine was fury. See, so what was yours? Love or something? Or oh uh, yeah, uh, no, uh, duty. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think love is when you choose to to yeah. remain with um. Uh, uh your your the hero has a love in, a love interest Aiko who is like the mm. head of the village. She's yeah. like the kind of leader of the village that you're from, and uh, and Hiroki's partner as well. She's in Yomi, and you know I did I, I you know as well. I know it's all sort of symbolism, and this is sort mm-hmm. of. Qu- quibbling to a degree right mm-hmm. but yeah i like a sort of mythology to be sort of nailed down yeah. and i didn't really understand in trek to yomi like do you just get a second chance no matter what goes on <laughs> i don't because know. like the villain of the game He's just an evil bastard. He's quite two-dimensional, yeah. really. I mean, the, mm. the game, the plot is quite bare bones. It's just here's Hiroki, here's Aiko. You know, I don't know which ending you got. I got an ending where it tries to sort of flesh him out a little bit, but I don't know that it really succeeds. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I do. I guess you could argue an attempt was made, mm. but but either way, I thought. Well, either way, he's a he's a baddie. But yeah, he gets a second chance though as well. So <laughs> why like, does he deserve one? What's he? Yeah, doing? why? What's it's like? You know, he gets struck down in the kind of prologue, and he comes back years later, and he says like, you know, oh, this village has a, a habit of failing to keep me in the grave or whatever Mm. and i'm like all right and the hero gets a second chance you know because he's got to protect he's got to stand by his he blames himself and there's this whole question about could he have prevented it was he doing his duty and you know is duty always good news because actually it led this guy astray and meant that his village got attacked or whatever there's all that sort of stuff where you think oh he's got unfinished business oh, oh and yomi's giving him like a second chance it's letting him go back but i'm like well, why did it give the villain a second does anyone just get to go back does so. everyone yeah. just get to cheat death once i, guess I don't you know do. i know it's a it's a small point and it's probably just pass a lot of people by like it, it's not that important. It's just like that's what the game is. But when you play something like Sekiro, and it's like I don't know, everything's explained really clearly, and it's like this mm. is why this is happening, and this is why you're able to do this, and these are the consequences of you doing this. Like this one felt very much like it's about the symbolism, and it's about the combat, and it's about the visuals, and some of the other stuff wasn't nailed down that tightly. Yeah. But don't worry about it, and that's fine. Like whatever, it's all it's mm. all good stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Does Overall, it get your, I, I liked it. Yeah, I, it gets your approval. Yeah, I, I, I liked. It. Apart from the, the difficulty spikes and some of the little bugbears. Mm. Um. Yeah, I found myself getting quite wound up during some sections, <laughs> like that bridge bit you were talking about earlier. Like, mm. if I'd have had a shrine in the middle of that to save, there was a few a bridges. Was yeah, it was it, it the rickety one made out of wood or the brick one? The brick one. It's like stone. It had like stone carvings in it, and um, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah, which yeah. one it would be because it's got like loads of bones down it, and they jump from the down from the cliff. To I, I think I know the one you mean. It's funny because I I did that and sort of, and then I thought, oh, is that that'll be the bridge he was talking? Because I suddenly realised, oh, I'm on a bridge. Like I thought it was just a wall or something. It's not the bridge thought, per oh. se because I could get past the bridge with full health. Um, and then there were some steps up to another bit, and I'm like, oh, okay. there's no shrine yet. Then there'd be another ambush, and <laughs> I'd sort of yeah. let my guard down, and I'd get at, fucked up and have to do yeah. the whole section again. And that's Oof. what got me, you know. Annoyed. Oh, and you know what? I will say as well, this is uh, kind of a thing that's not always done. I, I don't know if I've seen it done. It's a, it's a side-scrolling thing. It's a side-on perspective. But you have to press a button to make Turn. Hiroki yeah. flip round, which I thought was a really cool book. Like, if he's facing left, you can't just... If you move right, he he will walk backwards because he's controlling the space on the ground. Like Although uh, you get a move that enables you to turn and start swiping immediately, which negates that button. You can, you can do that. Although it doesn't really negate it because there are enemies that just fire projectiles at you. Well, that's you, true, And if yeah. you have your back to them, you, you can't... And also spear enemies. It's, yeah. it's often... They have a weird thing where... Anyway, but it, yeah... Like there are other moves, and you could, there's also a thing where you can parry in any direction, which kind of eases mm. you a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, an interesting combat system, wasn't it? Like on the whole, yeah. quite satisfying. I felt. Yeah, I think it overall it, it delivers. It's it's a good combat system, um, despite mm. that parry window thing. 
Yeah, um, which I didn't. Yeah. I I know what you meant. It was it visually, it was a bit weird. I was trying to work mm. out like, is it when the thing flashes or is it a little bit after? And you're right. Like you kind of have to do it a bit before you think you need to do it. But yeah, once that clicks, it was pretty pretty good stuff. I felt. Which is why it's problematic when the camera zooms out so far because you are relying on that little glint, and then suddenly <laughs> it's like gone, and it's like, well, hold on. You know, I'm yeah. watching these little ants fighting. How am I supposed to? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Gl- glint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, it, we got to talk news. There's some news happening in the world. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fire some some news at you, but in the meantime, have a jingle. The classic Cornish pasty. Cornish. Ooh. A proper from Cornwall. Proper full 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 of goodness. First up in the news, a Mafia prequel rumoured to be on the way from Hangar 13. Yeah. Now, I wanted to get your take on this. Do you think mm. it's going to tell Tommy Angelo's story? Mm. Or do you think it's going to be a new character? Because Tommy Angelo, what, what do you do as his prequel <laughs> story if it is him? Because he was driving a cab. <laughs> He's just a cab <laughs> <driver>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, his, was he a veteran? Did he go to war? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Could it be... The First his? World War? Yeah. No, I don't think so. No? Oh, well, I don't think he was a veteran. It wasn't mentioned in his story. He was just a cab. Yeah, it's a good Cabby. question. I think... Mm. Pr- pr- I don't know. That's probably new just... New character? Or maybe the Don fella. Could be his origin story. Oh. How he got his empire together. Don Salieri. Yeah, yeah. It could be. Yeah, that's that would be interesting. Or Don Morello. Tell the other guy's story. Who like yeah. dies at the beginning of of, uh, of Mafia, and then yeah, you could tell that story. That'd be kind of cool. Well, it's um, a bit of a story with a <laughs> the ending's not so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like uh, uh, what's that game where uh, it was like a prequel, and you you know the go- oh, I guess I guess just. I guess just Arthur Morgan and and John Marston. There is a kind of dramatic irony to playing a character whom you know meets a, an end. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like there is a kind of cool thing in there. Uh, not to uh, spoiler alert for anyone. I should have I should have spoiler alerted that. I guess. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Um, um, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's too late now. It's too, it's, too, it's too late. And what are you doing if you've not played Red Dead? Hurry up along to it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's 2018 now, isn't it, that? Yeah, isn't it? Four, four years ago for the second one and, like, 12 years ago for the first one. Crack mm. on. Yeah, um, get, yeah, get on with it. So this is according to uh, Kotaku. Um, claims that the incoming studio head Nick Baines is leading development on a new Mafia title. The project is codenamed Nero. Um, yeah. start, started early development in Unreal Engine 5 um, which is be the first time it, it's not using the Illusion Engine which has powered all the Mafia games since the mm. bloody first one um, n- not too many more details uh, at this stage but the rumour has some merit um, apparently the studio has been struggling to get several non-Mafia related projects going in recent years um, back in 2018 they were working on a spy game called Rhapsody um, that never saw the light of day. But assets that were believed to be from Rhapsody were found in a build of Mafia 3 Definitive Edition a couple of years later. Ah, so interesting. interesting. Hmm. Um, in uh, November, 
it came to light during um, the publisher 2K's second quarter earnings report for uh, the financial year 21-22 that it had cancelled a $53 million game. Though never confirmed, the prevailing wisdom was that this cancelled game was Vault, um, Hmm. which was supposedly a live-service superhero game with three-player co-op. And there was also... Kotaku (laughs) claims that there was also a third title, codenamed Mosaic, um, that was cancelled before it could be revealed. I can see why they'd cancel the superhero game. Marvel's Avengers must have... uh, Mm. Shown them that that's not something that people are For sure. mad about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah. If, if that one's not doing too well, I mean, no offense to Vault, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but it is a shame because. Um, former studio head Hayden Blackman announced that he'd be stepping away from Hangar Thirteen after seven years. Mm. Um, and the chief operating officer has also departed. So for me, this story is is kind of a sad one. It's kind of a you know what it reminds me of, and I know this is this is a bit maybe uh, a, it's not I don't think it's a mean thing to say because actually I think the game's really good. Yeah. Was it Back for Blood? Back for um, Blood, yeah. Back for Blood. It made me sad because yes, it's a good game and like totally play to your strengths and all that, but it it's sad because they wanted to do something else, you know. Stories yeah. like this always make me sad because it's like, yeah, they they wanted to do an espionage thing, and Christ, I want them to do an espionage yes. thing too. See, you know, I, I'm upset hearing that because I know man. you and I have talked at length about how underrepresented spy and yeah. espionage games are these days. Unbelievable! So when you see yeah. one fail to get off the ground again, I know. It's, I know. You know it's a, it's and who knows about um, whatever Mosaic could have been? I don't know. Code name mm. Mosaic. Who knows? But yeah. it's just sad when a studio's like. Yeah, we'll try like three different things, and actually, for some reason or another, they all fall through. Yeah, and then it's just like mafia prequel. And it's like, yeah, sure, yeah, mafia's. I like mafia as much as the yeah. X Men, but it's just, yeah, it's just sort of a bit sad. It's like, oh, it sort of maybe seemed like they didn't want to do that, but mm. mafia's successful, I guess, and it's what they have done in the past. So yeah, I'm it's sure their bread and butter. Yeah, mm. for sure. And, oh, but at the same time, I'm a sucker for all things mob related so you know yeah there you go go have fun uh item number two xbox under fire as uh weekend outages leave many people unable to play see this passed uh, me by completely because i was out doing stuff at the weekend <laughs> and didn't didn't use you, my xbox you and romalulu kaku yeah, were uh, was... just having it just 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 you know frolicking in a posh swanky yeah, swimming pool i was Unbelievable. oblivious uh, issues with the with the service throughout the weekend. Some players still unable to play as of yet as of Monday uh, yesterday. That's ridiculous. Uh, Xbox support Twitter uh, addressed the issue on Friday. That's Friday the sixth, which is when when the issues began, uh, saying, "quote We're aware that some users may be able uh, may be unable to launch games on Xbox consoles uh, and through cloud gaming as well." Uh, and our teams are investigating. Now, the support claimed on Saturday, issues persisted sort of in and out, intermittently. It was okay one minute, it wasn't, wasn't great the next. On Saturday, the team said, all users should once again be able to launch games uh, and start cloud gaming sessions. Thank you for your patience and happy gaming. But then the problems persisted again. Um, and they were still, as I say, uh, still problems, with still people aren't un- unable to play things as of yesterday. Now, the situation has caused a lot of people to... Uh, question Microsoft's DRM policies, it's digital rights management, yeah. um, and to wonder if there should be a change. Microsoft have a check-in system uh, mm. for, for, for any game. According to, there's a, a Twitter account called Does It Play, uh, 
that tests whether video games will work completely without a, a, an internet connection. Yeah. And they reported, interestingly, that the problem is unique to Xbox. Um, hmm. They said it, it's not there on the, on the Switch, and, and their quote was, uh, if the PlayStation servers go down tomorrow permanently, every single player game you own will work online almost permanently. Um, right. The console is working and you have an account on it. Uh, there are a tiny subset of titles that will not. And the Nintendo Switch also has the same thing. Microsoft has said that an update is on the way um, that, that, that they haven't said exactly what this uh, software update is going to do. People are wondering if it might change the way that, that DRM is handled on the it Xbox. Should. Because, um, you know, you're talking about a console that's offline. You're talking about games that people yeah. have bought, bought and downloaded yes. and have on their machine uh-huh. um, that, that, that are unable to play. Hopefully it gets rid of that, I have to say, because... I was saying to you a few weeks ago, wasn't I? There was that time when, I mean, admittedly, it was my internet that went out, but I was just but unable to play matter. anything, anything yeah. on my Xbox. I've, I've had unable. the same issue where our Wi-Fi's been down, and that's my Xbox. Just a, it's a fucking brick, basically. It's a paperweight. It's yeah. a doorstop. I can't do anything I with it, it yeah, uh, and that's it's, it's, it's infuriating and stupid. And isn't and it, it funny change. that, like? Obviously, Don Matrick, years ago, was going mm-hmm. on about all this. Yeah, and, and they everyone snuck it, was like, they snuck it through. <laughs> and quietly, yeah. it yeah. has actually just happened. Yeah. And people, like, uh, until this weekend, weren't really talking about it. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sort of... I'm not glad it's happened, because that's a mental thing to say. Obviously, it's rubbish that it happened, and it's rubbish but that it in people... But, in a sense, you should be glad, because it has highlighted an issue. Yeah, for sure, and I hope yeah. they get rid of that. I really do, because it's bullshit. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, anyway... Anyway, I'm with uh, you. Return to Monkey Island. I'm interested because it's got monkeys. Well, obviously, um, and it's yeah. you know the third game in a classic series. Or <laughs> yeah. Third main line, I should say, because there's been loads of them, haven't there? And also, you've sort of opened a, a, a can of a can of can of monkeys on that one because it's mm. like it's actually like the the f- fifth or sixth one, but mm. then also it's pretending to be the third one because yeah. it's sort of saying, well, the other ones didn't happen, but mm-hmm. this is a sequel to two. It's a whole thing. But anyway, yeah. Ron Excuse Gilbert, me. the director of Return to Monkey Island, has defended... I didn't even see this, but he's, he's defended the game's art style. Are you I aware thought the art people, style looked all right. I know, so did I. But a load of, load of people were just like, yeah, don't like it. It's not like uh, not pixel art like the originals. You oh, know, for God's like sake. Hand-drawn. Honestly, I see people whinge if stuff is pixel art. Oh, I'm glad I bought a next-gen console for pixels. And then yeah, when it's yeah. not pixel art, why isn't it pixel art? It's like, there's no pleasing bloody no. people. You can't, well, and this is why it was quite... So uh, Ron Gilbert has a blog, uh, yeah. which uh, and he sort of talked about these things. And, and actually... Well, he says, this is the game I wanted to make. I don't want the pressure of trying to make the game you want me to make, which I thought was the right response and and fair play to him. Um, But he says, Return to Monkey Island may not be the art style you wanted or were expecting, but it's the art style I wanted. Um, Good. Which, you know, that's nice to hear. You know, I don't want to hear people kowtowing to noisy people on the internet but you know what else too the art style of return to monkey island it's rex kroll it's the guy that did tear away and knights and bikes it's like this really really talented artist who makes these really amazing (laughs) no we don't want it (laughs) well i didn't i didn't actually know it was rex kroll and i and i when i found that out i thought oh that's great and he's on the blog he said 
Uh, Rex is an amazing creative force, and we have a team of incredible artists, animators, sound designers, programmers, and testers all pouring their souls into this game, and it's beautiful to see, to play, and to listen to. So there you go. So well done to uh, to Ron Gilbert for standing his ground and saying stop mm-hmm. whinging, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good stuff. <laughs> Ubisoft Montreal is has taken over the development of Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time remake. Mm. Um, sounds like the, 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 it's had a little bit of a trouble development. It was previously being made a bit of a collaboration between Ubisoft Poon and Ubisoft Mumbai um, mm-hmm. working on the game. It's it was originally supposed to launch in 2020. Um, it's been delayed twice before yeah. that and the the most recent delay they said it was it was one of those indefinite delays like they they weren't sure they didn't they didn't mm. push it backwards they just said we don't know when it's happening i think we're still it, it'll in, come out when that. it's you know i think yeah. it's still indefinite there's, there's no it is. Uh, window it is, yeah no, nothing's been said yet. But now Ubisoft Montreal has stepped in to take over development, suggesting that uh, it it was in a fair bit of trouble and that it needs a, a, a sort of maybe a more established uh, team. Of course, Ubisoft Montreal, the team that originally made Prince of Persia yeah. the Sands of Time, um, they put out a statement, which and there's something interesting in that statement. It says, quote, This decision is an important step, and the team, building upon the work achieved by Ubisoft Poon and Ubisoft Mumbai, will now take the time they need to regroup on the scope of the game to, live, to deliver you the best experience for this remake of an all-time classic when it's ready. My thing is regroup on the scope of the game yeah what does what, that mean do, are you saying that it was getting too ambitious or you want to make it bigger or smaller or longer or shorter than it was like what's scope is an interesting word mm. uh yeah i just <laughs> i sort of don't want them to mess with it too much because yeah. uh, you know what i would if i were them my main sort of uh point of contention would be with the combat system i'd, I'd mm. change that i can't imagine that's still good i oh, remember, I that, I remember that bits one, of that being annoying it was good but i remember there were sections where there were too many enemies <laughs> and you were overwhelmed because me and my mate played it through together mm. and we were both in agreement like this is too much like <laughs> he started calling them golden bladers he's like there's too many golden bladers it's fucking it's annoying <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, because you used to have to like jump over people, that's didn't it, you? Yeah, to, to try to um, control, Slow to try and not and get ganged up on. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to play it again. I remember it being great, but maybe you're right. Maybe that was because mm. did they have the counter, the counter mechanic that they had in Assassin's Creed One? I oh, believe yeah. that that began life in Prince of Persia, where you could sort of press the button to kind of uh, counter an enemy's blow. But uh, like, yeah. I could be misremembering that. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll come up with a new combat system. Um, this one made me laugh. Um, in fact, there's a few that made me laugh. The first one is a really short one, and I just put yeah. it in because I think it's really funny. Gotham Knights co-op could be expanding to four players, according to a listing that it has on the PlayStation Shop. Do you know what? My my I'm thing gonna... is, it, wasn't it four already? That's, that's exactly. What I was going to say. I thought I... it was already four. There are four characters. Right? No, apparently yeah. it's only two. Apparently it was only planned that there was two, but it's like, but there's, f- there's, there's four, four of them. I thought the whole thing was that it was four. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, all right, fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe Daft. it's four now. I don't know. Should be four. It should. If it's not four, it should be because. I know. Yeah. Silly. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll be Nightwing. I'll be you know Red Hood, and no more than that. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We'll take on all the crime. Uh, Resident Evil Reverse has re-emerged, thank Christ. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I've, been, I've been desperate to play this. I know, you're gagging for it. You've mm. been, each and every week, you're like, yeah, but where's, where's Resident Evil Reverse? <laughs> so yeah, I've been having exactly. to play, um, what was the other one? Re... What was Re- it? Oh, yes, um... Oh, what was that called? I can't remember what it's called. You, did you and me play it for a bit? Yeah, <laughs> we played it for a little bit. Well, I played it with producer Dan because we were do we did like a video about it and we we were playing it and uh, and I think I might have played it with you and it was rubbish. <laughs> I can't even remember uh, what it's called. What the hell was it called? <laughs> I wasn't can't it called, remember. Was it called Reverse? No. That That's wasn't called Reverse. Reverse is the Resident Evil 3 one. Resident Evil 2 had one called um well, yeah, so oh, it is called mate. Reverse. Reverse is the Resi 3 one, which that, is That's what I'm talking about. No, no, it's the Village one, sorry. Yeah, like, like so, 3, it was called Reverse in 3, wasn't it? It's still no. called Reverse. No, that, Resistance. No? Uh, a? Resident Evil it, Resistance. Is that what it was called? Yeah. <clears throat> in, yes. in 3? Uh, yes. Oh, my God, like, R-Resistance. Yeah. That's oh, right. shit. Oh, okay. All right, oh, fair man. enough. Well, this yeah. one is Resident Evil Reverse, and it was delayed. Like, it was going to come out with Village, right? Or at least mm-hmm. soon yeah, after Village launched. Um, it popped up over the weekend uh, on a ratings board. Peggy, the pan-European mm-hmm. game information people. They do Peggy 18. Peggy 18. Yeah. Um, with a new entry uh, for the Google <coughs> Stadia version of the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was first announced all the way back in January of 21. Yeah. They wanted it to release alongside Village. And the premise is that teams of classic Resi characters uh, go up against each other and a host of creatures as well. And that downed players could transform into bioweapons based on the series bosses. Um, but th- there was a, a little bit of trouble. Apparently it had quite a rocky beta testing period. And there was a lot of feedback and it caused Capcom to delay it. Uh, yeah. And then eventually delayed out of 2021 completely. And the last that we heard was, they said, an, an unspecified time in 2022. So, questions. Does this mean... So, does this thing for Google Stadia, this Peggy ratings uh, listing, mean that it's coming out soon? And could it be part of the DL... Don't forget, Resident Evil Village has DLC. Capcom said it would have single-player DLC. Oh, yeah. mm. So might it be coming out alongside that? I don't know. I'm excited. Possible. I'd be. I'm excited for neither. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but could it be happening? Yeah, yeah. I wrote a thing uh, the other day, and it occurred to me that 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 what I was saying was possibly a spoiler if someone hadn't played Resident Evil Village. But I also feel like enough time has passed that I can that I can talk about You're the loving rope. the spoilers this week. Just, I know. Yeah, you know, spewing but them left, right and centre. It's weird, right? Because you know when people tweet about how like like ages ahead in time, mm. people just be like, Oh, remember how the ending of that game was crazy? Like like these days people talk about Chris Redfield punching a boulder, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that but was 2008, feel, though, right? Or 2009. 2008, right? Yeah. But I feel like people aren't going, yeah, it was a bit weird. It was a resi game, but there was a mech fight. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like no one's no one's doing that now. Everyone wants to talk about the vampire lady. Why isn't anyone going? Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. There was a mech. Well, it fight. seems everyone's had collective amnesia about sort of all of the bad stuff in that game. Because I saw someone going, "Oh, happy one year anniversary to Resident Evil Village," which is mad in the first place. I can't believe it's been a year already. True. Um, yeah. But then, oh, you know, oh, it was brilliant. I loved it. It's like, but oh, are you just willfully forgetting all of the really stupid shit bits? Yeah, stupid shit. But but yeah, I, I'm gonna just I'm just I'm just gonna I'm gonna condense it all mm. into just saying yeah, there was a mech fight in it. Because <laughs> it just I just feels like no one's dealing with that no, reality. I've not heard anyone mention that. It's like you everyone, strap everyone yourself into a mech and decided, you battle another mech. They decided like, that, um, yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah, I, it's did. all vampire lady this and vampire lady that. It's like, yeah, there was mechs in it. Next, didn't I send you a picture? And then I said, "This is my face right now," and then I, <laughs> yeah, I sent you a picture you of my screwed up face. <laughs> Because we were reviewing it yeah, at the same yeah. time, weren't we? And I, oh, I couldn't God. believe it when I got to that bit. I was like, what is going on? Like, I yeah. know Resident Evil's stupid and, you know... Yeah, but it's it, got its fucking limits. It's Yeah, exactly. Boulders like, are one thing, but mech fights, come on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, punching a boulder's incredibly stupid, but... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Anyway, right. Last, oh, but, but not least. In fact, I love this story. This is my, my favourite story this week. Um... <clears throat> The Queen's Golden Wii is going on sale at auction. Golden Brilliant. Nintendo Wii. I okay, say. yeah, thanks for clarifying. I wondered what you were talking about. The Royal Jar is going yeah. on sale. Uh, Her Majesty the Queen's Golden Nintendo Wii is going on mm-hmm. sale at an auction. At uh, where, where was the place that auctioned it? Golden. Sotheby's? No, no, Gol- Goldins is the auction that's doing oh, okay. it. Appropriate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Currently, it was when when I when when that story was going out, it was at two two thousand dollars. So I don't know if it'll get any more. I should check back in. I think. Do you think she played it much? Absolutely not. In fact, I can confirm that she didn't. So uh, it was plated. It was <laughs> so it was from THQ, which THQ no longer they're they're now defunct. Yeah, THQ. Yeah. Um, although I suppose you could say THQ Nordic is still, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. THQ the, the, as the it original was. THQ, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so it was a Wii that mm-hmm. was plated in twenty-four karat gold, yeah, and it as a marketing ploy, it was sent to Buckingham Palace to celebrate the launch of Big Family Games, which was a collection of mini games. Classic by THQ, yeah, it was very, very, Absolute very Absolute classic. Yeah, yeah, it was rubbish. It was rubbish. <laughs> um, now, it Buckingham Palace immediately returned the console to sender. Um, oh, because obviously you know secure. Well, they, like it's good. the security at Buckingham Palace is going to be insane. So it's a wee. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine like, could they, they not X-ray it and see there's nothing <laughs> dodgy going I, on. I imagine that they stopped it and X-rayed it or whatever and worked out what it was and just went absolutely not. No, oh, Josh, sent it. Just thought of a brilliant pun. Oh, what? What was that? The Royal Wee. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I don't know why that wasn't in the story. That's yeah. really good. That the you Royal missed a strap Wii. line there. Unbelievable, yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, the listing on the auction mm. um, from Danielle Robinson, who was THQ's product manager at the time, 
said, quote, Big Family Games is the ultimate Wii game to get all family members uh, playing together. The royal family is arguably the most important family in the country. So no. we felt that they had to have a copy of the new game. But we thought that Her Majesty the Queen wouldn't want to play on any old console. So an extra special gold one was commissioned. We hope that she and the rest of the, f- the, rest of the royal family enjoy the game. But what's funny is the royal Wii was just... Uh, was just in a in a basement or a vault somewhere at THQ. As I say, it was immediately returned to sender. So, so it wasn't, it's not they, the Queen's Wii at all, then. No, that's that's, that's why the story. And and actually, the listing at the auction even says, even describes what went on as a quote marketing ploy. Um, oh. so it it just went back to THQ and, and she never you know. even touched it. That's rubbish. I know. Although what <laughs> it is curious and uh, yeah. uh, to, uh, it's curious to note that the description on the auction thing says that the machine and the controller quote exhibit minor handling wear. So someone yeah, was but, playing it, but not the Queen. <laughs> Maybe when it went back to THQ, so Maybe THQ, like, let's have a razz on it. Let's Brilliant. have a go on the Golden Wii. Come on. Um, <laughs> So. But yeah, so it's a bit naughty calling it the Queen's Golden Wii. I mean, if you yeah. give a gift to someone and they reject that gift, does, the not gift, theirs. does yeah. it belong to you again? Is it, does it then just become something you have bought that's now yours? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> I guess ne- it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was but, never the Queen's Wii. No, no, and and some some someone will um someone will have bought it now presumably. I'll ch- I'll check on the auction site today and see if it's silliness. Called. Silliness. Anyway, so yeah, don't go sending games consoles to Buckingham Palace. They'll send it right back. Yeah. Um, I don't think <clears throat> I think um yeah, I think the queen's a, a Sony fan fan girl. I think you're probably right. If you yeah. were going to send a console to the palace, what would it be? <laughs> Gold PlayStation 5 would look pretty swish don't you think yeah it would look quite good if it was 24 carat yeah i bloody love ratchet and clank (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's exactly what happened yeah yeah good stuff good stuff uh right well i gotta get up a jingle because we gotta get quizzical is what we gotta bloody do so Mm -hmm. brace yourself and uh we'll see if we can summon matt from upstairs have you ever tried the Lotus spread? The spread's so good. The spread's so good. Because basically, they thought, why not sort of mush up the biscuits, the biscuits, and turn it into a spread? That's mad. It's that time of the pod, that time of the week. It's time for Boss Fight. Joined as ever by Matt from Upstairs. Not as ever, joined as often uh, by Matt mm. from Upstairs. Mm-hmm. Hello, Matt. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. That sounded ominous. <laughs> that sounded like I'm getting cut. Soon. <laughs> um, Actually, not as ever. Um, yeah. we, we've we've had some chats with Dan, and uh, but but you know he, he might be back. Um, no, I'm yeah, I'm good, man. Um, a lot of you know, a lot of support for for last week's quiz. You know, I don't know if you you saw that, Josh, at all. Ah, uh, no. What's all this? What? Oh, for there's God's no sake. support. Don't be raking up <laughs> no old support stuff. You come, you know. Okay, you know, I just come you know, on I, I saw a few Look, comments which I don't normally see. So <laughs> take a leaf out of my book, mate. Just accept <laughs> the result and move who, on. Who can say? Who can? Who can possibly say? Maybe the people. You know, if so, you don't. Yeah, I mean, that's all. That's all. That's all. Uh, one of no, my I'm, favorite I'm, I'm, games I'm, is. Um, <laughs> I've always really enjoyed Super Mario Bun Shine. It's great. Do you remember that? Super <laughs> yeah. Mario goes after all the shiny buns. Or just Super Dude, Mario Super Bro. Mario. Super Mario Su- Bro. Su- Super Barrio. Yeah. Super Bar- Barry. Barry from EastEnders is just yeah. in a little red plum. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Brilliant. There's, a good, there's some good casting. Sean Williamson do, as might, Mario. He might do that. He actually might do it. That'd um, be brilliant. Right. Let's 
you got to guess the business, the organisation, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, or the team from a video game of my boss choosing. Or oh, is boss that what fight. boss fight it's stands for? Yeah, 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 that's that's boss fight. That is what mm. it's. Yeah, coincidentally, clue number one. My first appearance in a video game was in two thousand and six. Two thousand and six, big time, and it was a PlayStation Two exclusive. <gasps> oh. oh. 2006, okay, yeah. Clue number two. <clears throat> Some people say that we helped usher in a golden age. Blimey. Mm. Golden age. Is that now, is that a pun? Is that a play on words about gold? Well, you don't or know, do you? You don't know. <laughs> is it literal? <laughs> Excellent point. You don't know. You just, you just don't know, mate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's unclear. You know, that's for you to guess. Mm. Um Clue number three. We have many operations in the New Jersey area, including gambling and protection records. Stop. Uh, Rich Walker. Is it the Sopranos crime family from Sopranos Road to... um, Oh, shit. What's the name of it? Road to something. Road to crime something. (laughs) Incorrect. (laughs) What's the name of it? Uh, It's not that, is it, anyway? Go on. Clue number four. Definitely didn't usher in a golden age of anything, that game. <laughs> the base of our operations is a strip club. Stop. Rich Walker. It's the Sopranos from the Sopranos Road to Respect. <laughs> this week's winner. Okay. Is Rich Walker. <laughs> Bada bing. That was meant. Yeah, yeah, I've got, yeah. I've got no, I've got absolutely no strong feelings about that. I've literally never heard of that game in my entire life. So fair play, Rich. <laughs> what? It's a brilliant yeah, game. Well, you know, I mean, it's that's, not. that's 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 hot. Uh, what that was? What we get? I guess the strip club. Well, mind the, you, you were on it from before that. Yeah, yeah I just couldn't remember the subtitle. I forgot the subtitle, and it just came to me. Um, what was the I first? Know, call well, of your first new, guess. Road to Crime. New Jersey, yeah, and it's road to something. <laughs> I just can't remember. Um, New, when you said New Jersey, I was like, well, Sopranos work out of New Jersey. And then you said True. Strip Club, I was like, oh, the Sopranos. <clears throat> yeah, clue number one. My first appearance in a video game was in 2006. And uh, weirdly, it was a PlayStation 2 exclusive. One of those ones, like, 24, the game. Where <laughs> What's this golden era? Don't even realise that it was... Well, some people <laughs> say that we helped usher in a golden age. Of course... I didn't say it was a golden age of games. And we, in reference to the Sopranos family, mm. inarguably ushered in a golden age of television. Oh, yes. That is true. <clears throat> Very true. Yes, we have many operations in the New Jersey area, including gambling and protection rackets. Base of our operations is a strip, strip club, and uh, I. the other clue was my creator was not fond of the idea of us being in a video game, which apparently he wasn't. He didn't really care, so... You know. Well, I mean, it turns out he's right. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. <clears throat> was it not good? <laughs> no. It was. Uh, it was kind of beat him up. Um, it. It didn't really fit. It was kind of interesting because it. It. It based its story on a thing that David Chase had written on, uh, like before the Sopranos ever went out, <laughs> and it was like he had written a, the the sort of premise of the story that was in the game, and then the game took place between seasons five and six or something like that but they interviewed him and he was like yeah i'm not really up for games to be honest it, it's it's not going to tie in what on earth prompted this one i've, <clears throat> I've just like i need to i need to i need to know where that came from i've got it on my stack 
<laughs> Jesus. What, are you, are you playing <laughs> fair, it? Fair, I mean, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah I had that game when I was... Uh, I bought... Actually, I bought it because uh, I was an idiot. It was reviewed... I, I think I bought it when I was like... I don't know, 13 or something like that and uh, before you, before taste kicks in exactly but uh, often when I'm doing the quiz I look at my stacks because I've got stacks of games and I saw the Sopranos and I was like I've got to get that it's also a really weird like little curio because it's got all oh, of God, the voice yeah. actors I was going to say from like <laughs> it's kind of I saw an article on uh, I think it was Vice that was just like we should take a moment to uh, to look at the Sopranos road to respect because it's kind of weird. You know they got every actor from the show. Like it's actually really? mental. Yeah, it was like HBO. Just, I knew they just, had like, Christopher. <clears throat> they I got didn't Christopher. Know they had everyone else. They got Gandolfini. They got Tony Sirico. They got like all of the main characters in in the thing. So, like, <laughs> HBO helped to publish it as well. Mate. I sort of want to buy it off eBay. It's rubbish. I, I got it for I a know quid. It is. You, have an saw, you got it for a quid. <laughs> the I got it for a quid on in... eBay is a tenner. Uh, I, I, got it, I went in. Um, <laughs> I went in CEX. Yeah, CEX, I, mate. That, that's a, that it. sounds like a CEX game all day. <laughs> it's a yeah. CEX amongst the PS2 games. Oh man, the combat. It's like a sort of warriors wannabe. As well. it's n- nothing like The Sopranos. It's amazing. Anyway, yes, that will just about do it for the quiz. The quizzes are. It's now the score is tied. It's seven seven on the weekly Guys, tally for the quiz. Unbelievable. That's amazing. But yeah, uh, the, more, the, more, the more deep cuts you do here, I think Rich is really going <laughs> to overtake me. <laughs> what do you think of this, what? by the way? Going back to Sopranos Road to Respect, it's 10 quid at CEX, and my nearest copy is 13 miles away. Shall I make just a 13-mile trip? Mate. To just just order think, it. Well, I'll get I the eBay it's... copy for the same price. Yeah, but you just get a, a, you get a bumper haul from, uh, from CEX. Nah, sod that. Not doing Fair that. Fair enough. No, no, anyway, no, no, no. Uh, that will just about do us for the quiz. It's about that time that we hear from the listeners. Well, yeah. If you put loads on, you're just spitting foam, spitting foam, spitting, 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 spitting. Then you brush, brush, brush. Yeah. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. Brush, brush, brush. Bit of toothpaste. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. I'll spit. <laughs> rinse the toothbrush. Rinse the toothbrush. I like a healthy lava. You can only spit so much. Questions, theories, comments, and queries. You send them in and we will talk about them. This one yep. from Steve Lee. Hi, gents. Just wanted to extend my gratitude for a consistently high quality podcast. Thank you. Uh, subscribe to over 12 podcasts. <gasps> But yours is without doubt the best and the only one I'm always up to date with. I appreciate oh, that. That's, that's yeah, that's stuff. cool. Also, do you just mean thirteen? Um, twelve other, yeah, that's thirteen, isn't it? Yeah, I, like over twelve is just a funny thing to say, isn't it? Like if you mean, uh, do you know what though? I've seen I've seen that phrasing in press releases where it'll be like over twenty-seven something. It's like, <laughs> well, hold on, it's twenty-eight <laughs> then. <laughs> do you mean it's twenty-eight? Yeah. It's 28? Say, yeah. yeah. If it's well, like a big number, like, you know, over two and a half million, it's like, all right, fair enough, you don't well, want to... Also, anyway. if it's a round number, if it's like over 30, like, okay, mm. that's open to interpretation, but if it's a, if it's a specific number and it's over that, that's just silly. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. quick Saturn-related one for Rich. Not a huge sports fan, but when I had my Saturn, mm-hmm. athlete 
Kings. It was one of the most enjoyable games okay. on the platform. But to get the most out of it, you need to treat yourself to an arcade stick for the sound. Oh, see, um, I can't. I can't. It's kind of a must buy. That's the, that's the that's the thing we're getting from from the listeners. Uh, mm. But apparently, it's some of the best two-player fun uh, that Steve Lee has had on any console. But. Is it sort of track and field button hammering? Because I'm not a big fan of those. Or uh, who knows? I mean, it's, it involves a, it involves an arcade stick, so you, mm. you're probably possibly in for some arcade stick waggling. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, but he's got some uh, he's got some dual shock busters for you. Oh, excellent. Okay. Right. Number yeah. one clue: uh, wonderful evening gathering over Zoom for men of the cloth. <laughs> And the um, and the letters are S M. Um, S M. Yeah, one a wonderful evening gathering over Zoom for men of the cloth. Right. Um, I, I've written. I haven't got. A, no, no. The answer not a is Super Monkey Ball. What? So monk, a monk. Yeah. <laughs> Epo- <laughs> so he says super. he's broken it down, right? And he goes super. It's like that's why it's wonderful. It's super. Right? Yeah. Men of the cloth for monk. monk. Ball over Zoom is e ball, like electronic oh ball. Oh my god, no! <laughs> super monk. Also, E-ball. shouldn't that be three letters? Isn't it? Isn't monkey and ball separate? I think it's just monkey ball. No, I don't think it is. I think it's SMB. Is it? I think so. Should we just should we should we, should we disqualify it? Yeah, it's disqualified because it's three initials. That, if it's three letters, well, he's yeah. best that one. Then you weren't. That's not your fault. You weren't to know. No, right? No. Fucked it. Next one. Uh, this may not be. Uh, this may not be their sort of thing, but it is mine and yours. And the uh, and the initials are RT. This may not be RT. their sort of thing, but it is mine and yours. <laughs> Quite simple, uh, this one. Quite short. It? Yeah. Mm. This might not be, but it is mine and yours. Yeah. RT. Oh, I don't know. I don't the know. The answer... Just, yeah. The answer is R-Type. Oh, very good. That's clever. Mm, That is good. It it is a good one. I like that one. And the Mm. last one, uh, Clue, leave and go and stop that girl from growing anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, letters are G-H. Grow home. No, incorrect, but I I like you. Yeah, yeah. Because that is a game, isn't it? Yeah, Um, yeah. Go and stop that guy. Also, he's fucked this one as well. Oh, really? Oh, well, then you better <laughs> just tell me the answer. It's Ghost Hunter. Right, that's one word, and isn't it? It's one word, and he's put G-H. Oh, although so, I was never going to get that. Ghost Hunter as well, that's a deep cut. It's it's Go Stunt Her. Go Stunt Her. Oh, Leave geez. and go and stop that girl that's from growing That's shocking. Anymore. I quite like that one. That mm. that for me is the best one. That's a dual shot buster because it's shite, but it works just a mouth. And it's and it's hard to get and ridiculous. Yeah, and ridiculous. And yeah. that's the mark of a of a good one. So <laughs> fair enough to Steve Lee. Uh, 
this one from Richard Anderson. He says, so this just popped into my head fully formed and I had to share it. It's yeah. it's a, it's a dual uh, it's a it's a dual shot buster, and it's the last can of fizzy orange in sight, <laughs> and the initials are well the initials give it away hilariously yeah, uh, but the initials are FF, Final Fantasy, <laughs> brilliant. It's good. Yeah, it yeah. is good. It yeah. works. It does work. <laughs> and he said boom, and it was sent from his phone. Yeah, so, very yeah, good. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough to Dickers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else have we got going on here uh, this one uh, from uh, where is that one that I put down there ah, this one from Michael um, is Kane and Lynch 3 more possible after the new Square Enix deal and all of those IPs being sold off that's oh, a good question I didn't was even Kane think of and- that yeah, was that part of... Because I, I know they said, oh, it's Legacy of Kane, and there's, you know, Tomb Raider and Deus Ex, and then they say, like, you know, loads of other IPs. Well, I get the sense that they've offloaded all of their Western IP, basically. Um, but I, yeah, weirdly, I thought IO would have taken Kane and Lynch with them, but I guess they didn't. Maybe they didn't have the IP. No. So, yeah, that's interesting. I hope so. Do you know what? Kane and Lynch 2 is all right. It's not terrible, is it? It's, no. it's okay, yeah. And actually, as a kind of like, it reminds me loads. The game it's most like is like Max Payne Three. It's just mm. quite a simple thing at its root, but just dressed up in this outrageous like glitz and style, and like really grimy and murky. Like the Brazil yeah. of Max Payne Three reminds me of the Shanghai of uh, Kane and Lynch Two. It's like that lens flare and neon and stuff. Like I like that, that they were trying really something good. different visually with yeah. that game. It was interesting. Yeah. And it was um, at, at, the, at the root of it. It was your bog standard cover shooter, but it was, was your bog standard old woman. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, oh, this one <clears throat> from Stephen Tudor. Mm-hmm. He says, "Can I score a point uh, for last week's boss fight?" No, uh, because uh, Josh, the quiz master, got Don't it call wrong. It that. Don't call him the quiz master. <laughs> I am the quiz master. Yeah. Uh, he, said, he, he says I got it wrong because uh, last week it was the Colonial Marines from uh, Aliens Colonial Marines, or as Matt says, Alien Colonial Marines. Um, <laughs> but Stephen Tudor says the answer should have been the USCMC or the United States Colonial Marine Corps, not just the Colonial Marines. Well, that to uh, me seems like. Um, <laughs> semantics you know he I mean? says he's, yeah yeah for sure uh, he says sorry for the pedantry but it's the yeah. first time I've, I've got one right uh, and I've been neck deep in aliens lore from playing the quite frankly brilliant aliens tabletop RPG so there you go you can have a little I mean, nod from us maybe you can have a nod you can have a nod. I mean, I, I had a look at the wiki when I was doing the w- doing the pod, and the, the wiki does confirm Steve's answer. It's the United States Colonial, uh, Colonial Marine Corps. But it does then say, commonly known as the Colonial Marines. Do you know and what? I mean, that's that's on the wiki. So. That is very close to the... Is it the UN, USNC from Halo? UNSC. UNSC. I feel like a lot of stuff in Halo has been plagiarised from Aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Johnson, obviously, famously, the, yeah, the, the commanding absolutely. officer, is just a sort of straight riff on uh, yeah. on, on aliens. Yeah, yeah. They, they make no secret of that. I mean, the ammo readout on the assault rifle, yeah. it was it's all there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yes, uh, theory. Stephen Tudor has broken this down into yep. into theories, questions, <clears throat> theory, kind of. Mm-hmm. He says, and this is in reference to our talk last week about ice cream. He says also ninety nines have never been called that because of the price. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he says, yeah. I'm old enough to remember when they actually cost less than 99. He says, the actual reason for the name 99 is apparently unknown, but popular theories include them originally being sold at 99 Portobello High Street, Italian okay. First World War conscripts born in 1899, and that the 99... An odd link. I don't really. Yeah, and the ninety-nine members of the Italian Royal Guard. So How clearly, that, st- the, do you know what the the first theory sounds the most plausible of those? Well, remember, it's an Italian invention. But the so, other sound sort of odd. Yeah, they don't really make much sense. Well, and they're, they're only theories. I mean, who knows yeah. why? I mean, it's a, it's a great, it's a great, it's a grand mystery. Mm. Uh, query. He says, I generally hate long games, loving a good story that can be wrapped up in about 15 hours. I bailed on Assassin's Creed Valhalla after about 60 hours. And then he says, I've hit 100 hours in Elden Ring, though, and I'm still addicted. What is its special source? I reckon it's leaving you to it, not cluttering you up with lots and lots of objectives, not making the story super hands-on and letting you discover it and sort of letting you discover the world, like hiding its secrets in an interesting way. Plus, plus, uh, just really, really good combat. And for my money, the the combat in Assassin's Creed these days is pretty rubbish. I, but you quite like it, don't you, Rich? I do, I, I, yeah. I, that's just me. I like it. Mm. Yeah, I like, mm. Assa- I like new Assassin's Creed. Um, Valhalla did outstay its welcome, though. Yeah. Um, there is far too much content in that game. It's yeah. ludicrous. Yeah, it's yeah. mad. And you're not an assassin. You're like helping the assassins. But yeah, you're actually, it's a bit. Yeah, but its special source, I reckon, is is all of those little ineffable things, and just like the world that it builds is really, really fascinating. Although, you know, you could hardly accuse Assassin's Creed of not having fascinating worlds. Yeah, uh, that's true. And then he says, "Question. Last of all." Uh, snack watch is obviously an important part of the podcast mm-hmm. so what snack would you want turned into or associated with a video game he <laughs> says there is a precedent for this with 1992's Zool having several Chupa Chups levels and 7-Up's Cool Spot getting its own video game <laughs> Yeah, cool in, spot, in 1993 and then he says I realise that both of these examples are again helping to show my age fair enough oh well I would welcome a Twix top platformer I knew you were going to say that yeah leaping from because the thing about the Twix top is it's the ideal shape for a platformer well, what about some lovely sort of crump, fluffy crumpet world where you're jumping from crumpets bouncing between crumpets I like the sound of that in a big way, yeah. yeah right. Or even playing as a crumpet, like something from Loco Roco or De Blob, <laughs> yeah. but you're just a big, big bastard crumpet, just no, absorbing good, things. Yeah. And you can roll. Be, you can sort of run yeah. along, but you can roll about. and You, you sort of, you t- but you don't control the crumpet, you tilt the world, and like mm. Loco Roco, it's like the crumpet Roco. just sort of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's basically Loco Roco, is what I'm crumpet. describing, but with a crumpet. What would so. you call it? Uh, crumpet roll. Crumpo Rumpo. <laughs> crumpo Rumpo, brilliant. <laughs> There you go, we just invented a game. So there you go, you've got Twi- Twix Top 3D. It's like Bubsy 3D, but Twix Top 3D. Twi- but uh, that's called Twix Top It with an exclamation mark. Yes, exclam- mm. two exclamation marks. Yeah. And uh, and Crumpo Rumpo. Yeah. Um, and then uh, what's, what's, let's do, we'll do, we'll do one more. 
Um, let me see. Let me see. Oh, uh, we'll do this one because I'm biased uh, in a way. It's Paul from Bedford. Um, oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Bedford massive. <laughs> and he says, uh, well, it's because earlier on I was talking about Robinson Pool. Paul, Paul sure, probably sure. knows all about Robinson Pool, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Does anyone know about the Kidderminster swim bus with the wave machine? <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. Who knows? No. Email in if you've been to the Kidderminster Wave Machine. Yeah. Um, right. Greetings, Josh in Richmond. I was playing Art of Rally over the weekend, in brackets, mm-hmm. really good, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, I agree. But after an yeah. hour or so, I wasn't really feeling the music at all. So for the rest of my playthrough, I replaced it with the Streets of Rage 1 soundtrack nice. on repeat. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's great. And he says, this really made me enjoy the game a lot more. Do you two ever do this with certain games? If so, uh, what are some of your favourites? I, I have done this on yeah. uh, NBA 2K, hilariously, because <laughs> when I was first getting into that game, I found the the they weren't Jordan challenges. It was 2K12, and they had like challenges that were sort of about the, the other classic teams. Uh, anyway, but it was really... <laughs> It was really difficult because 2K12 was really difficult. Yeah. And so I would put different songs on to help me get in, in the mood to play it. So Basketball by Curtis Blow, which I think was actually on the game, or right. maybe it was on 2K13, and and The Beat Goes On, which was in Vice City. But I put nice. it on because it got me into the groove when I was playing as the Lakers, you know, Magic Johnson's Lakers. Mm. I don't know. It got me in the groove. You know, that fast break with a little bit of yeah. music on. Unbelievable. But generally because that's a sports game, I didn't really mind. I don't, weirdly, I have a thing with doing that. And I know it sounds really weird, but like, I don't know. I want to play the game that the developers made, you know? Mm. Yeah, I feel weird I about, and I know that's like, you know, you do if you know a game inside and out and you've completed it loads of times and you just think, right. Or, or maybe it's, I kind of get what his thing, because it's like, well, it's a driving game. And so you know what it is. It's just, you know, you and the track and you've got a time and, and maybe you've had enough of the music. Fair enough. But generally, yeah. and also, you know, people say, oh, it's a good game to play when you've got a podcast on. I just don't really do that. I, it's like I'm playing the game or I'm listening to a podcast. Maybe I go for a walk or something. But I generally, I don't like to put stuff over games. Do See, you do I that? totally do. Yeah, but it is with driving games again. So my comfort huh. game is Dirt 5 uh, and I'll just stick course. that on and I'll, I'll listen to a podcast. Because you know the music loops, that. and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think I, just, I think yeah. it's true. Like I could, yeah, fair enough. On like a dry, just a game where you're doing a repetitive activity mm-hmm. that doesn't require listening. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Um, also, Paul has put in a bonus dual shockbuster, which I suppose oh, we have to end on. Go on. Um, yeah, <clears throat> he says. Uh, that London Police Department looks a bit greeny blue. Someone's hit them with a baseball bat as well. <laughs> Met Turkish squash. And the initials are MS. Oh, not that far off then. Mm. Um, yeah, you were kind of on the on the track, I guess. Yeah, That London police department looks a bit greeny blue. Uh, someone's hit them with a baseball bat as well. <laughs> Met, metil, Met Teal Gear. Hold on, what was the initials again? M what? M-S. M-S. Someone's hit them with a baseball bat as well. Well, it's Metil, and then it's... (laughs) 
Oh, the answer is... I don't know. Metal slug. Slug. Oh, metal right. Metal slug. Yeah, like, I got the metal slug bit. Slug yeah. with a baseball bat. Slug yeah. yeah, that's a bit... Mm, yeah. Questionable. <laughs> But yeah, I should right have really got it. Yeah, I got the Met Teal bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, right, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, that'll just about do us. Um, it's... What, what am I going to say? Get yourself <laughs> off Snapchat. Get yourself yeah. off Instagram. Good advice. Get on Twitter. At no, that's <laughs> But yeah, go on. Yeah, if you're gonna... Then yeah. it's at RichieWA2 and it's at Joshy Wise. Um, Do you know what? It is a top tip. Just go on Twitter mm. for that and nothing else. You'll you'll be and much happier. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Uh, yeah, head on over to videogamer.com for your gaming needs. Thank you to Adam Cook, Andy B, and Colin Mahern for our musical stings. The jingles. Mm-hmm. What else have yep. we got going on? Um... Oh, thanks to the listeners for the questions, theories, comments, queries, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, and the excellent uh, snackage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's everything. It's goodbye from me, goodbye. Uh, and it's goodbye from Rich Walker. Goodbye. <laughs>